0: You don't just want financial advice. You want to build skills, discover tips, hacks, and strategies to help master your finances and easy bite-sized pieces. This is 30-Minute Money, and here's your host, Certified Financial Planner, Steve Worshing. Welcome
1: back again to 30-Minute Money. This podcast delivers action-oriented smart money ideas in bite-sized pieces. I'm Scott Fitzgerald from RockVox Recording and Production in our luxurious downtown Bushnell's Basin studios. Joining me again once more, Steve Worshing of Focus Wealth Advisors. The luxury of the studio.
2: I'm so excited to be back in the luxury. you like your your satin throw
1: pillows behind you?
2: It's it's like being at a resort when I get to come here and record one of these. It really is. The
1: ski shooting going on in trees the and
2: pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're into the new year and we're going to talk about resolutions. We are. Um, and one big resolution we're going to talk about is getting your house in order, getting, you know, so it's a, a, the new year is a good time. A lot of people do organize their houses. They get things cleaned up. They get things put away. They get things reorganized. We want to talk about how to do that with your finances Um It's a good time of year to be doing it. It's a time of year when a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. And I can tell you um, that one of the things that keeps people from getting their plans together, one of the challenges that we have as financial planners is getting all the information pulled together uh, because to develop a strategy, you need all the information. And there are a lot of people that just, as soon as you say that, I'm going to need all of your account statements, all of your insurance policies, all of your you can see people's hair stand up. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm never going to be able to get that all together. Yeah. So what I'm going to suggest is just let's make it a project in the new year to, to, over the course of a little bit of time, gradually get yourself pulled together, you know, gradually get your financial house in order, get your records in order. Um, not only is that important for your financial plan, but I will also throw in there because it's really relevant. It's going to be critically important. Um, if anything happens to you, if you pass away, I've heard, you know, the, so many stories over the years where a parent a parent passes away and an adult child spends months tracking stuff down looking for things not knowing mm. what they have or where it is so not only will it help you but it will help your whole family you know eventually when when yeah. you depart this
1: you know it's interesting that you that you mentioned this because uh, I was just having a discussion with my wife and we were talking about how her 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 parents are the most prepared people that I've ever met. They have everything. They have their funerals already paid for, They're, which for me, I always thought that was so morbid. But if you think about it, how many times have we heard horror stories, like you said, about people who their loved ones suddenly passed away and it's just mayhem trying to get their affairs in order? So this is this is great advice.
2: Well, and- <clears throat> You know, just on top of that, you know, it, it's hard enough to, to do all that investigating and try to track things down and that kind of stuff. Just add a layer of grief onto it. Right. Right, right exactly. It's, you know, your, your mind is not clear to start with. You know, you're grieving the loss of a loved one. It's the worst possible time to have to do all this kind of stuff. So it's just, you know, it. listen, none of us gets out of here alive. Right. It's <laughs> going to So if we can be prepared for it and if we can be ready for it, it's not morbid, it's just, you yeah. know, it's just relieving stress on your family.
1: One of my favorite lines from from a band named Rush. We're only immortal for a limited time.
2: Ah, oh, that's a good uh-huh. line. Uh-huh. That is a good line. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> um So where do we start? Well, so um the first place to start is uh pick a spot where you're going to keep all this stuff. Um one of the things that makes this overwhelming is that over the course of time we tend to you know, put this in this drawer and that in that drawer and, and things are spread out all over the place. So just pick a spot where all of your financial records are going to live. Doesn't matter where it is, as long as it's one place. And then probably the easiest way to approach it is to have um, a group of folders uh, divided up by the categories of your financial plan and just gradually start dropping things into those as you collect them. And mm. so we have, you know, our, our our financial plans are divided into specific specific categories that are the different parts of the plan. If anybody, if anybody wants that list, send me an email. I'm happy to send, you know, send you the list or we can post it in the show notes. Um, but there are things like, you know, cash flow, portfolio, taxes, estate, you know, those kinds of things. So, you know, put together a set of folders with each of those categories put on it and just start gradually pulling things together and dropping them in those folders. Don't worry too much about how to organize it within the folders. Really just accumulate stuff so that over the course of a little while, you gradually have all of your financial stuff in one drawer in a limited number of folders. Mm. That's where we start. That makes it easy. One of the things that, you know, again, makes it overwhelming is that people aren't sure where all this stuff is and and it's going to take time to search through drawers to try to find it. So what I would suggest is don't think of this as one big project. Don't think of I'm going to set aside Saturday afternoon to get all my financial records together. If that kind of stuff causes stress, uh, th- that approach I guarantee will mean that you won't you won't yeah. do it. You'll do step everything you can to stop it, right, to, to, to procrastinate and not do it. So what I would suggest is instead of saying today I'm going to get all my records together, what I would suggest instead is to say, you know what, uh, on Saturday I'm going to spend 15 minutes pulling financial records together. Just 15 minutes. That's all I'm going to do. And at the end of 15 minutes, I'll stop. And then I'll find another time to do another 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. And if you feel like you're doing well and you want to continue, you can continue. And then you have that, like going back to a previous episode where we're talking about the psychology of things, Mm -hmm. you have that sense of accomplishment. Even if it's only you did an extra 10 minutes, you feel like, wow, I really, I really busted butt today.
2: That's right. Well, yeah. And that's, that, that, of course, you know, that, that's the trick, right? Yeah. Is if you dedicate 15 minutes to it, you're going to go for an hour probably. Right. Right. And like you said, you know it, it, it you're gonna feel like you really accomplished something. But the other thing is, even if you just do fifteen minutes, do fifteen minutes now and fifteen minutes next week or whenever you choose, you're hitting you're you're accomplishing a goal every time you do that. If your goal is to get all of your records together, that's hard, right? Yeah. That, but if your goal is to spend fifteen minutes you know pulling together financial records, that's easy. You can do that. And if you spend fifteen minutes pulling things together, it doesn't matter how much you pull together. If you spend 15 minutes pulling it together, you've accomplished it. Right. And then tomorrow or next week, I get to accomplish that kind of thing again. And next time I set a goal, I get a chance to accomplish that. And you just have this sequence of reinforcing accomplishments. So you just sort of get in the habit of accomplishing these things. And it 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 and you end up feeling better about it. Now what about the
1: online aspect of all this, and we're talking about the physicals, yep. papers, folders, and
2: cabinets and stuff like that. It's an excellent point. I'm really glad you brought that up because these days that's a big deal, Yeah. right? So, <clears throat> um, you know, these days it's not all just paper records. In fact, you know, I moved not long ago and- um You know, I'm still getting surprised every once in a while because, you know, somebody says, oh, I don't have an updated credit card number for you. And yours is expiring. I realize I never got a new credit card because I never changed my address because everything's (laughs) electronic. So um, so, yes, the electronic stuff is really important. So there are two things about that that I'll suggest. One is um, I've suggested it before. I think using a password manager is incredibly important. Uh, first, because that way you know you, you can have different passwords for everything, which is incredibly important. If you're somebody who says, "Well, I use one of four things for a password," and somebody hacks into one of those things, well, now they have access to a quarter of the sites that you log into. Mm. Everything should have its own unique password, and really, the only practical way of doing that is with a password manager. But with a password manager, um, It'll also set those passwords for you so that they can all be long, random kinds of strings that nobody would ever guess. And it just makes it easier because it will fill in. When you go to a website, it'll automatically fill that in and you could just go in. You don't have to worry about where your passwords are.
1: And it's stored in the password manager and not in the browser necessarily or in, okay.
2: Yep. Uh, Most of them are stored in the cloud. So even if somebody broke onto your hard drive, they couldn't find it. Um, and most of them also encrypt all that stuff. So even the people at the password manager company can't see what they are.
1: That's good. Um, That's good advice.
2: The one thing that you need to have is a master password. And that's what you want to have in a file folder someplace so that, you know, if anything happens to you, somebody can get access to that password manager that will tell them not only what your passwords are for everything, but it will also tell them what websites you go to. So all of your banks, all of your financial institutions, your insurance companies, all of that stuff should be in your password manager and they could just scan down the list and, and figure out where you might have accounts.
1: You know, we don't think about this. I mean, I don't think about this that often until you bring up all the different... And I, I just think about with this business and my and myself personally, how many different websites I have logged into. And thankfully, my, my bank tells me to change the password every 30 days. It's like, you got to change your password and they won't let you put an old one up again. Right. (laughs) You have to actually start keep thinking about it and change the password every 30 days. And, but the magnitude of how many passwords that we all have to deal with. So that's why I, I, this password manager is a really fantastic idea. I'm going to start using one of those.
2: Yeah. And, and it used to be the case that, you know, we would have a bank and we would have a retirement plan, right? you know, but now we've, we've you know, we've got six credit cards and we've got two or three banks and we've got, you know, investment accounts over here and we've got that insurance policy. I, I mean, there, are you know, just like you said, it can rapidly become dozens of, of different sites that you have access to that. Right. But then to,
1: now that you have a, a password manager, now you there's got you have to be able to let someone else.
2: And that's why take I say, yeah, that's why I say, Keith, the one thing you need to put in the fi- in the paper file is your master password. Oh right, in
1: the file so that somebody else who can take over for you can find it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And so <clears throat> you want to have folders for each of the financial categories, one of those you know might be passwords or websites or something like that. And so and in there and and of course you'd want to make this a really secure place to store it. Because if anybody got your master password, they could get into everything. So you want to be very careful about that. You want to maybe not leave it someplace obvious, but right, <clears throat> you'll want to keep that on on. You know, want to keep a record of that someplace so that somebody gets it, and um, and then you'll want to you know give them a letter, you know that that if anything happens to me, open this envelope and read it, and that's where you would tell people, you know, tell whoever your next of kin, your spouse, your adult child, or whatever. Where you can find all these records, um, so that's that's important too. So, have that set of folders. Include the your the master password for your password manager. Um, you might create a directory that says, "Here are all the things that I've got in these folders," and uh, and then write a letter with you know in an envelope that says, "If anything happens to me, open this, and this will give you the instructions on where everything is." And if you can do that, if you spend some time doing that, and again, do it in little bite-sized pieces because we don't want it to become overwhelming. Um, Over the course of time, as you get all that stuff together, it will be less overwhelming. It will be less intimidating. And, you know, if you want to look something up or if you want to go to a financial planner, you'll have everything all in one spot. And it, it will decrease your stress, make life a lot easier, and also, you know, help make you feel a lot more in control. So that's how you get your financial house in order. Your retirement is at risk, not from the stock market, not from inflation. Taxes are putting your retirement at risk. I'm certified financial planner, Steve Worshing and I specialize in helping people create low tax retirements. Unmanaged taxes can take 30, 40, even 50% of your retirement income learn how to defend yourself against excess taxation. Our complimentary webinar will cover all the principles you need to know to protect your money for you and your family and keep it away from the government. This free webinar will cover how taxes are different in retirement, the taxes you pay in retirement that you don't have to pay during your working life, how to move savings into a tax-free environment, the widow's tax, the Secure Act, the Secure Act 2.0, and what they mean to you. The webinar is free, but you have to register to save your spot. So go to focusedwealthadvisors.com webinars and find out more and sign up right there. Even if you're not planning to retire for the next five or 10 years, this information will be critical for you. The longer you have to put the strategies into effect, the more you can accomplish. That's focusedwealthadvisors.com slash webinars to find out more and to sign up today.
1: Getting your house in order. What's your 30-minute action item?
2: 30 minute action item. Uh, develop that list of categories and create labeled folders for each category.
1: And people, if they need if they need the list, they can email you yep. and get the list from you directly. That's right. All right. That was a that was a very informative episode. Thank you, Steve. Yes. 30-Minute Money is 30minute.money. And, of course, if you'd like to get in touch with Steve at Focused Wealth Advisors, right below in the show notes you'll see a link to Steve's calendar so you can book your your meeting with Steve. I'm Scott Fitzgerald from Rock Fox Recording and Production. Thank you for visiting us on 30-Minute Money.
0: Thanks for listening. If you like the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or like the Stephen Worsing CFP Facebook page and feel free to leave us a suggestion for what topics you would like to hear discussed on the show. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, Focus Wealth Advisors, and Cambridge are separate entities. Discussions in This show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions.